0: Cut the Check podcast is an urban-based mixture of cultural and musical content that will include interviews, music, parodies, debates, and current events. The purpose of the podcast is to shed light on young entrepreneurs in the fields of art, sports, entertainment, and various other forms of personal artistic expression. Episodes will be hosted by MDMA Lifestyle founder, MDMA Cobain, and producer Ron Roth. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Schwag.
2: Hey yo, it's Ron Rock. You're listening to Cut the Check Podcast. Man, you know techno discos. Back if I need to do some French. Bring your so whole never loop head, It's your boy, Big Trap. Let's go, yeah. Stacks in the Gucci store Stacks in the Louis store To the movies for Why you bitch wanna do me for? Do me more Get real baby, ride that dick like a hoopy slob Baby wanna come back home Maxi please, I don't want that no Think you got me girl, not me girl Mama wanna rock me well, Max got lots of girls, lots of pearls no a nigga gots the twirl Nigga I ain't giving you shit, no Step up the game Baby make it sound so plain I don't wanna do this shit no more I ain't tryna do this shit no more This bitch think I'm in love, but I want her money, money. Uh She got that quarter million dollar kind of money, money. Uh She won't fuck you, she don't love you, she just want your money, money. Uh And I see her window shopping 'cause your money, money. Uh This bitch she think I'm in love, but I want her money, money. Uh She got that quarter million dollar kind of money, money. She won't fuck you, she don't love you, she just want your money, money. See you when your and Play with my Feelings like shoot your punk ass, more money also, bitch you should know so, nah 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 If I need it, I'ma get it, Now nah, I got it, it's sold, I got them peas, got that E, got that sour, that's snow. one hole for you, one hole for me, it's the macaroni with the cheese and baby be it. bitch stop it, you don't need no luggage, we'll take it shopping, nope we don't do Reeboks with the strap, I'm talking Asian for Focator. a little rock like Arkansas See they love the haters, sweet, we underrated, but never underpaid I'm by my money, money, homie, wildin' down the collars Cruisin' down the Houston, and sippin' sir Hopefully, niggas so sincere This bitch, she think I'm in love, but I want her money, money, oh. She got that quarter million dollar kind of money, money, oh. She won't fuck you, she don't love you She just want your money, money, oh And I see you Shopping cause your money money. Uh-huh. This bitch you think I'm in love, but I want her money money. Uh-huh. She got that quarter million dollar tongue, money, money. Uh-huh. She won't fuck you, she don't love you. She
0: just wants your money, money. Uh-huh. and I see you in your shopping for your Cut the check podcast, it's your man Frank, aka M D M A Cobain. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I got a very special guest in the house. I've been looking forward to this interview for a minute. Why don't you oh, go ahead and introduce yourself, bro?
1: You already know. Carlito Freeze. You feel what I'm saying? Strong Radio. Uncommon Realist. Cut the check. MDMA. We in here. What's up, homie? All right, pop, Carlito. Man. Please explain to the people exactly what you do. Man, it's a lot of titles, but like the first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? I do radio. I've been doing radio for like a year and a few, some change now. I've been blogging since maybe March for my... Maybe in my eighth seventh eighth month blogging for real, you know what I'm saying? Shout down really realisting. And really I just work with work with artists and stuff, work with people that's doing things for their brands, whether it's music, whether it's art, just, you know, involving whatever you need from me, such and such, any resource you need, I'm here for you. If I believe in what you got and I like it and I can live with it, cool, you know what I'm saying? So
0: So what's your what would you consider your main passion? For you?
1: The main passion really is music because that's just my life, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up, my uncle um, playing Brothers Johnson and, you know what I'm saying, ah, stuff, you know what I'm mean? saying, classic stuff, shit. and introduced me to um, Quincy Jones when I was like 10, 11 years old, so God. music is that because it's an emotional attachment, but as far as um, my the executing, it's really radio, man, like, that's that's the lane I'm, I've I been in just four years and seen Everything I can capitalize and, and and turn into something, radio is definitely that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. So, um, shall you be fucking with the blogs and
1: shit? Absolutely. Too. How long you been writing? Um, really, I'm keeping a buck. Like I always wasn't like extravagant with the writing. Like you know what I'm saying? Cause I just sometimes I hate taking time to get all them thoughts down because my <laughs> imagination and my process kind of just snap. It's on. It's on. Yeah. It's on. It's on. So, um, you know, but when I when I Got time to actually sit down and do it. Mm-hmm. I can do it for real. So
0: you say you only been blogging like less than a
1: year? Yeah, I started in March. Um, I uh, I was actually reaching out to Shay on like a radio tip. Okay. Trying to just get certain little business done with Crown, and um, she was like, they already had some talking and all that done. So, um, I just was like yo, like you feel what I'm saying, you you need another writer. I just wanted to tap into that. Like let's tap into the blogs, cause. And we talking about uncommon realist. Yeah, uncommonrealist.com. Right? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You already know, shout the hair, shout the chest. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just uh, just said, yo, let, you know, let's do something. So we met up, and uh, I think the first piece I wrote for was the Jada vs. Beans, just comparing the two songs they made, you know what I'm saying? And,
0: the initial two disc Yeah,
1: the, um, the disco beat, and the, um, when he rapped over Put Your Hands Up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was so heated, he rapped on
1: that That was fly, though. That was yeah, fly. in hindsight, yeah. <laughs> like, and then P. Cutter, see, I don't know if you... P. Cutter got like an extra Jada 16 before that. Mm. Yeah. Like, shout out to know, P. That. Cutter, Street Wars, mixtapes, yo. Man. That's them hip-hop roots. I was like 14, 15, like, knowing certain uh, mixtapes and having, mm. like, a whole, man, CD collection deep. That shit, like, Coke, that shit get lost a Who whole lot. Who was your lot.
0: favorite back in the day?
1: As far as mixtapes? Nah, um, just um, um,
0: general MC tip. Give me, like, maybe one or two people back in man, the day. The really first, really
1: the first, the first. My first favorite rapper was 50. One, because the nigga oh, no. had my birthday, and then he was, like, the hottest artist. But, man, the first... Let's say like the first artist I ever was really, really in tune with and understood was Dr. Dre. Okay. And I was like uh, five years old. I saw like, if you mm-hmm. remember, they had them around the public television, Channel 5. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil' Ghetto Boy video was on there from The Chronic. Dang. And I just, and me just always keeping that image in my head because of how they did the video. Yeah. So the West Coast kind of, him, Snoop, like the West Coast, because like one of the first custom CDs I had and I was like, nah, it was like the last meal. You know what I'm saying? By Snoop. So it was just always in tune with the West Coast. And, like, yeah, even like Bow Wow, one of my favorite first rappers for real. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That and boy that, a Dog Out was classic.
0: The thing is, you know, Bow Wow got them ties to Snoop and them. Exactly. And that Last Meal project, that's a very important project, yo. Because uh-huh. that was Snoop's last. Um, that's class. No Limit Joint. Yeah, that was like the last record he put out that was on a label that he wasn't mm-hmm. labeled at. Everything bro. else was Dougie-style records. But that was like the culmination of the the first part of his rap career. Yeah. And he had them Timberland beats on
1: that. <sighs> that shit was icy, bro. Oh, man. Got back with Dre, that Hennessy Buddha. Like, Lay Low was such an underrated new record, man. Yeah. I remember it was always on yeah. 106, but that was such an underrated snoot record. Lay Low was that shit? Oh, my God. Like, come on. Man. Butch Cassidy, Cocaine, and... Even Pete, man, like that's that's the that's what I'm talking about. We was talking about before we started, like about teaching people the game so they can do them. You know what I'm saying? Like P mm-hmm. got Snoop from the Shug situation, three album deal, and Snoop sold rackets on the yeah, limit. So then the last meal metaphor for like, yo, this the last one I'm out. Yeah. And then look, Snoop is an icon. Pete helped that. That's what this game about. True, true. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like what one of my main focus has always been, and what I seen the game was missing. You know what I'm saying? Like Birdman said, it's it's too many CEOs. It's not enough CEOs. It's too many rappers. Let's get back
0: to you, brother. Alright, All I've right, so checking out a couple of your blogs. Um, I seen you interviewed what is it, Bernard, Bernard Fogg?
1: Yeah, Bernard Fogg, GQ it? for Cancer shout out Bernard. That's a real humble brother. That's yeah, a how real good that brother. Interview, my man? man, you know, um just just uh already knowing them and you know, interviewing them with platforms before, but still always keeping up with um you know, what he's been doing and how he's in the community and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, always want to talk to him and get updates with him and just really have a good conversation. Is he a so, cat you know personally? Or nah, we just really, him? we just, um, mutual people just say, yo, you should interview this person, yo, you should meet this cat. And, um, you know, that's a good thing about social media. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to meet that person in person, but you may see him, check their profile out, somebody introduce you, that's legit. So, boom, you know what I'm saying? So, just a good brother. It's a real good brother. We got some things we try to work on, you know, 2017. But, yeah, that's a good brother.
0: Uh, with the blog and the radio, Mm -hmm. what's the
1: like your favorite
0: interview the other (sighs) day
1: so far? Oh man, I mean, as far as a blog interview, you know, I did my uh, probably one with Track Smith, that's my bro. Um, but just us talking about the essence of him producing and the essence of the growth, and you know, people's story is kind of what's compelling to me, so talking about um. Just talking about his girlfriend, you know, right now he uh that's King Lowe's little cousin he moved mm-hmm. out to he moved out to LA to work with Lowe's personally. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he keep us in tune and stuff like that. And then, you know, we just that's every time he come home we link up, we we talk and stuff. So it was I was interviewing while he was in LA. So nice. you know what I'm saying, you know, that's that's bro, you know what I'm saying? And that and that, that boy worked. You know what I'm saying? And radio interview, oh man, like because I, I've done three shows, I'm going to give you my favorite interview from all three shows. Okay. From when I first started with Crown Radio, one of my favorite interviews definitely was Damon Blue, because we, I, we interviewed him like before his advertisement got to the point where everybody knew him. Mm-hmm. Like, Give It To You was out, mm-hmm. but and the, the billboards didn't even come yet. Just Give It To You was out. And he was, they was already starting to push, you know what I mean? So I, we called him right then and there. He gave us such a, a dope interview. Um, when I did late nights with Lay, shout out to Lay, shout out to Sean, shout out to um, B, shout out to Chrissy, we, uh, man, we, you know, we when we interviewed the Sleaze Mob dudes, it was like a, like a nine group young Wu Tang vibe. It yeah, was like in Sleaze college. They my bros, okay. you know what I'm saying? They some real good brothers, and yeah. they came through, and it was just the vibe they gave us, and um.
0: That sounds like some fun
1: shit. It was yeah. all nine of them. Yeah, all of them. wow. My 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 my, my, my babe, about five or six of them. Five okay, or six okay of them. still though. Yeah, and um, and then Ty, one of the Ties, is like my birthday. The last interview, the last show we did on Late Nights or Late, my birthday was the last um, show. My birthday just passed. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of people come through. Like I was going do a bigger, but I kind of moved back because people was canceling a little bit. So I was like, Sleaze Ma came through, my man DeWan out DC came through, um, my homegirl Taylor Evans came through. She, you know, she's a um, videographer in the city as well. Mm-hmm. And um, a few people I just loved and my came through, and we just had like a three-hour show. We was just talking about everything, dude, life. Dude, and yeah. So, you know, on my birthday, that was, you know, special, so... Strongly radio, um, man, like, we got a lot of good interviews. Our interview with Duchess is classic. Mm. Um, our interview with Alana is classic. Alana took it to the next level. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, and that's why I said on, on on Facebook, like, yo, you gotta really get to know people to understand who they because, like a profile is a profile or conversation is conversation. But once a person give you the game mm. or they life, it's like, man, like, I appreciate you as a person. Yeah. So that her interview was real special, you know, I'm so I'm gonna put that up soon. Okay. And, um, that, yeah, so my best radio interview is definitely, and then my best blog interview probably. You know what I'm saying? Definitely tracks for real. All
0: right, we gonna get back to the Damon blue topic. All right. But why don't you tell people more about the uh, Strongly Radio Show?
1: Though? Oh man, like this is this is this is um something, man. This just well, first of all, how yeah. can they listen to it? Oh, you already know. You know, download the Crown Media app, Crown Media Productions. You know what I'm saying? Shout the half Hefe, shout the stats, baby. What's poppin'? You already know. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Crown Media app six to eight weekends. You already know six to eight p.m. You know what I'm saying? Tune in. We rocking. Um, man, Strongway started like a lot of things I do start from like slang. I have. I had got my I had my own slang. So mm-hmm. I used to say stuff like boom boom boom. I do this shit. The Strongway. You feel me? And and I was like, you know what? Strongway Radio. I had an idea for two radio shows. I was going to produce another one because I produced a wrestling radio show too. Shout out to and Faces. What? I, yeah. This was like their show was three months. It was just a three month run. Yeah. It was like from like March to like maybe like the top of June or something like that. I
0: produced a wrestling.
1: You feel what I'm saying? saying. So yeah. yeah, just just Great. that whole you know what I'm saying? And I was going to put. I was gonna call the other show Strongway Radio, but they kind of fell through because the schedule, so I was like, all right, cool, I'm going to put that to the side. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to call mine Strongway Radio because mm-hmm. everybody thought, oh, you're going to do Carlito's show? That's corny. Y'all seeing that coming. Well, I, I'm going to give you something you're going to see coming. Right. That ain't never been my style. Right. <laughs> so that's so I just had the vibe, and I knew, like, you know what? I'm going to do it unconventional. Everybody usually had three to four hosts. I'm going to have, like, eight and nine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have people with different schedules, different experiences, and different shit to where – they we bring different vibes to the show every time. Yeah. We accomplish that shit. Cause I'm
0: listening. It's like six different niggas. I'm yeah, bad. and and
1: and I say and and um one of the flyers I'm gonna put out that Doc made shout out to Doc Taylor walk well, you know Doc Castle Media she made one of our flyers. Mm-hmm. I put like I feel like if I can compare my my uh, my team to anybody it'd be like three six if you don't know who you going here. Okay. You know what I'm saying and I came up on three six so that's just the the execution I wanted to make on Dude. that from what I just grew up on. I can dig that. So now you know we've been rocking since August 6th. And um, our first month out, we was the number one show. And ever since then, we've been top three, top four rated on the app. It's a lot of comp on that app. It's a lot of great shows. Shout out to Basos, Souls, Industry Weekly, mm-hmm. Rewind, Rewind Radio, you find what I'm saying? MVP, DJ Mays, and DJ EP, you find what I'm saying? Wine and Talk, you know. So it's it's a, it's a family. You know, like, most of us know each other mm-hmm. and built relationships from that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm real, real cool with Giovanni, you know what I'm saying? So it's certain just relationships that's built out of doing business. So that's what I enjoy about it. That's why I love it. You know what I'm saying. So. What's your
0: um? What's your favorite show on the Crown app other than yours?
1: Real talk, um, real talk. Either Industry Weekly or or Bezos. but I probably like Industry Weekly because I like how uh, shout out to Brenny G. Mm. She she they do like icebreakers and stuff. They do just certain vibes. I, I like how they how they execute their show and um. Like um, shout out to DJ Styles, you know what I'm saying? They they just do their show real cool. Where they got the blast of trash competition. Um, I what hope I like said it right. Where artists submit their music. It's three of them. Mm-hmm. And um, if they just it's like play it for the people on the app, mm-hmm. on the right, on the commercial, and then people go on Instagram and decide whether they Blast it or the trash. It. Gotcha. I like so, that. I like that. and that remind me of Q with a screw it yeah. back in the day for yeah. real. So I like stuff like that because it remind me of the the essence. Or what I came up on. Because, you know, that essence is gone. It's just all corporate in the game right now.
0: I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it's gone. But I do understand why you would make a statement like that. Right. I right. really do.
1: Because, like, the youngins got that essence now. Now, it's cool. Like, the Black Beatles, that's doing a lot for young kids right now. Why, you know do you what you saying? Think,
0: why do you think that resonates so much? Why do you think that's the number one song in the world? Because <sighs> the last song, if you really think about it, the last song... Last two songs that really had the buzz like that, like mm-hmm. he was touting that number one wor- uh, song in the world shit, is uh, All the Way Up, mm-hmm. Panda. Yeah. Man, um. So, what the fuck happened with the Black Beatles? I'm like, what the fuck? I think it
1: slowly went up. I think it slowly got yeah. up there, because they've been out for. Their album been out for a minute. You
0: think that Mannequin Challenge shit contributed to it too? Social
1: media and just the way people. I tell all artists, it's like. If you're going to put out music, cool, but you got to understand that everything we are. You got to create, you got to assert yourself into existence. You got to make sure, you know, it exists the way, like, people just do small videos and they may catch something that's funny.
0: Yeah.
1: And you Bobby Smurda. Yeah. And that's the essence of the culture we live in. You don't got to be a clown on purpose, but be organic. Yeah, because if they receive it, they receive it. And I feel like with Ray Shrumman and them, them being the young dudes, they compared to like the crisscrosser today, and them just elevating and taking yeah, advantage. That's I heard that a few Damn. times. We were saying like they like the crisscrosser today, because they got you know big singles and all that stuff, and they worldwide. Like I went to the Pink Print tour concert, uh, summer fifteen in uh, uh in Bristol. I'm a Nicki to? Minaj fan. Right. I was with my ex too, and that was. It was Meek. My mother got me the tickets for my birthday, cause she know I like Nicki Minaj. So cool, cool. So cool. and then that's when Meek was with her and all that. But listen, this hip hop though, this the day after Meek put out the tweet about Drake. So I got I mean, footage. Of, first, first jump though. I, I got footage of Meek on stage. Oh. Saying about you know what I mean like yo I grew up in hip hop, Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z, and such and such. Like mm-hmm. I was like oh yo this the.
2: <laughs>
0: Don't that kind of shit make you feel good? Like yeah, yo. That shit. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah. In some instances, I kind of feel bad when you know it's gonna be some good shit, and mm-hmm. your natural instinct is to whip out your camera. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And
1: the and the crazy thing about it is that it was I caught some of it like because it was no signal down there. Yeah. So I just caught some of it like on the camera and just saved it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and just you know caught shots of Nicki and nikkie stuff, but yeah, cause like aside from me just being a fan and and going to concerts and shows and experiencing that this is a part of hip hop history right this right, shit exactly, stuff people going to talk about exactly. I was there you know what I'm saying so I because that I'm like I I couldn't see Prodigy on the Summer Jam screen you know what I'm saying I couldn't see when uh um tip put flip on the Leprechaun I right I could not right, see right. it you know and I'm a flip fan but I just couldn't see the moment so I got I just try to take every moment for you know what I'm saying and, and say that I was a part of hip hop that's crazy yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying like that's that's the game, you know what I mean? And, and that's why I try to relay that same essence to my team and people I work with, because it's like, yo, like, whatever make you happy about what you're doing, yo, mm-hmm. keep that essence there, because you, that's how you're going to be successful. All
0: right, check this out.
1: hmm Baltimore artists. No genre. This is a topic. <laughs> no genre. No genre. Give me five. Man. I like... I, I gotta do like from an all time standpoint, or just from, from now no, to no, then. No, no, now, now, from, all right. Now, now, I don't listen to a lot, a lot, a lot. It's a lot of artists I like. Right, it's so many. But because I don't, I say this. I don't, I don't ride out to a lot of people stuff consistently because some stuff is good, but some stuff I don't live with. Mm-hmm. But oh man, I can't even give you an honest one because it's like I don't, you know what I'm saying, like. But you fuck with Damon Blue though. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like Damon Blue is quote unquote the next to blow from Baltimore?
1: As a main yeah, on that mainstream look and certain like you see certain kind of artists on like Breakfast Club interviews and hot ninety sevens and all those like the mainstream platforms, like you can see Damon got the image, he got the look, he got the style to to be one of those ones. You know what I'm saying? Los, Los did it, of course, Los broke down the door and um Los definitely is you know that he was already there at first, but Damon that next dude
0: all right, I want to read something from your your blog post okay. about Damon Blue, which you can find on uh, Uncommonrealist.com.
1: You dig? Uncommonrealist.
0: My man got the blog, been doing it for a minute now. Please check this shit out. But, yeah, um,
1: classic stuff.
0: This is the quote. Quote fucking, talent in the city is endless. The difference is Damon Blue has a machine behind him that advertises his brand Mm -hmm. on a scale that will best benefit the perception of Baltimore music. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: End quote. And that shit really grabbed me because I feel as though you could easily put him in that position. Right. And that's why. Right. You know what I mean? But it's just so many... So many people and not a lot of artists have the same um, machine behind them. Yeah. But yep. niggas just got to get on their it's, yeah.
1: it, it's and, and the thing is, sometimes you need the machine, sometimes you don't. Um, like, I met TT, the artist, uh, maybe about two weeks ago when I did the um, Empowerment DV, DMV panel. Shout out to Jamal. Um, and I met her, and I I, I heard her name. I thought she was from here, but she mm-hmm. just, you know, did her work here and stuff. Like she's somebody I look I look to as well because I feel like you know, she's move around and she said, oh it's it's about we gotta get the money we gotta do the events and it's like yeah that's the scale as an artist you gotta pay yourself because, the industry ain't conditioned for the artist to be as financially stable you gotta go get everything that involved you just being the artist. Who your who your um personal top five? Okay. Nah, but... oh, okay.
0: Hear out my whole question. Okay. Because you, you do a lot of shit, and this is like the longest interview I ever did. So Man, we going talk classic shit. shit. You already couple. know, classic yeah, shit. It's some real, <laughs> some real <laughs> shit.
1: This this really cool. You know what I so,
0: mean? Um, all encompassing with the shit you do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be just straight uh, musical people. Whatever, right, right, right. But give me your top five influences and people that you, you kind of know you can look to and get inspiration from.
1: Man, definitely. Um, I definitely say my uh, my my talk on do teacher as a youngin, um, Loci Imani Lumumba, Like when I was ten years old, I joined um, like his Taekwondo class. But he taught me Pan Africanism at ten years old. So like wow. so you know you know it's white belt, yellow belt, green belt, yeah. all that stuff. So my highest I ever went was like blue belt. because okay. I stopped after that, that, that. But um, your test wasn't just what you knew on the the moves, like you had to do a, a report on the African country. You had to talk about pyramids. you had to understand Marcus Garvey, so at ten years old, Yeah, from 10 to sixteen years old, you and know what I'm saying? Losi, Losi Imani Lamumba. It's called thewalimo uh, yeah, Claire? to this day. We was, I was over talking to him at Keller Holmes about two, two three weeks yeah, ago. He's been in the, um, the i give you all that. Um, they do it down, to, uh, I forgot the name of the church. This is on Liberty Heights. I'm going to have more info for y'all. I'm going to uh, send it through. But his number is 410 207 6082. Call him Walimu. Walimu Swahili for teacher. That's how anybody can address him. His love. And just tell him uh, tell him Stephen sent you. He knows Stephen. So tell him Stephen sent you. Go holler at him. If, um, but, the thing is, he does talk on do for adults. He does it for kids and stuff. He's been going at it for almost twenty twenty five years. And look, you know, it's not in the... We ain't no $100 packages. Nah, give what you can. It's for the community. We're doing a lot in the community. Talk about blackball. The mm-hmm. YMCA black tried to blackball this man mm-hmm. because of what he was bringing to the structure and because because he had his outside program and he mm-hmm. was doing what he was doing in building. It wasn't part of the YMCA structure, mm-hmm. so they tried to get him out of that. But, you know, we get as much support as we can from the black community man
0: fuck the Oh uh-huh, man, man you know that's cut what, the check, <laughs> cut the the check. <laughs> so right,
1: um, shout out and, to the homie give me, uh, so, uh, give me a couple more so right number two man definitely i definitely say um, my stepfather because okay. um you know mm-hmm. mom is like god I don't even gotta talk about mom dude. Right, that's right, reasonable man. doubt like <laughs> but my stepfather just seeing his journey where he um started from where he been through as a kid and then just the advice he always gave me that, that stuck with me to this day you know what I'm saying and um Going with the flow and see where it takes you, mm-hmm. and um, you know, understanding your principle and realizing that in this world you gonna understand you are who you are, but people are gonna try to take that away from you, and it's organisms in this world that's gonna take that away from you, whether it's coke, whether it's heroin, whether it's pills, or whether it's coffee or fat greasy food. Like it's so many things that's gonna try to rip at your soul and your being. And you gotta stay as pure as you can. Mm-hmm. And um, he just turned sixty, uh, the the um, bottom of October. So you know what I'm saying, like him, being the father that I needed when my first one dipped out. Cause I got mm-hmm. Miami blood. My father from um, Overtown in Miami. Okay. So that's the, I got that blood and South Carolina blood in me. Gotcha. So, like, missing that element in my life, but just him being the a better element. Mm-hmm. That helped me become the man I am, to where I'm so sure of myself that I could troll somebody on Facebook and not give a fuck about how this shit look. I know what the fuck going on. I be polite, you know what I'm saying? And and I, I fuck with just how he, how he just give me certain games. So that yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. him. No um, doubt, no doubt. Number three, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Um, I'm a, if you want to talk just as for anybody, I'll just say the one music person I definitely say, uh, you are really honestly, pop. honestly, pop. And I, I ain't, we ain't talking about Pac a whole, whole lot, but Pac, man, like, the experience of being in so many places, taking so much of life with you, and when you delivered your content, and when you put your content out to the world, you represented so much, not even just music, when you played Piccolo in a different world, when you was on motherfucking, uh, what's the shit we did with Jim Belushi, that's much gang related, and I'm Juice, that's and... He could represent people. Hmm? What's the other one? Above the Rim, Juice. Uh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Gridlock. a the
0: dope gridlock? Yeah,
1: that was a good one. That was a That's good one. That's
0: his best role. To
1: me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm. I only saw it once, and it was a couple years ago. I'm gonna look at it again. Uh, Bullet was a good one too, with Bruce Willis, where he played the nigga with the patch over his eye like Slick Rick. He played like one of the killers. He, I think he got killed. He got no. He killed the nigga at the oh, end. Yeah. No, I ain't never seen that. He don't play a huge, huge role, but he played he play a role in that. Um, And just and just what he... what just being all-encompassing. Yeah, like what he did for our with our culture, man. And, you know, if you see Tupac Resurrection, the movie, he really had things in motion, helping us, blood and crip cookouts and shit like that. How do
0: you that. feel about the perception of the, the fake imagery with Pop? Like, he wasn't, quote-unquote, everything he portrayed in his music.
1: Like... If it can get done, it could get done. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 a nigga wanted an issue with him, he would he would see about the issue. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the night of his shooting, he stomped the nigga out. Mm-hmm. He was a crip. Now I don't know about his gang ties. I know you know. It's just I think when you got certain love from certain dudes and what you represent, mm-hmm. you speak for what you like. Like Luther say, if I if I said it, I even done it, it was about to happen. And I think that's a lot of dudes' mentality. I feel like you don't got to be the shooter all the time. But, you know, I mean, some of us are Avon Boxdale. Some of us are Weebay. You know what I'm saying? And I think what we – you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just certain – it was certain – in the dialogue back then. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was a different thing back then too. So, you know what I'm saying? I I think – because a lot of the dudes that was the real shooters in the game, like, their stock didn't go too, too far. Like, Nori was the shooter. You see where Nori at now, but not saying Nori failed, but Nori, his mentality, he the shooter.
0: Who – I'm trying to think, and I really can't, like, <laughs> because my 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 rap, you know, history. I'm born in '84. Mm. Let me be honest with you. The first tape I ever had was a Guns N' Roses tape. Okay. My first rap tape was the Ghetto Boys. I don't remember the um the name of the project, but it's um. I got to get somebody up. Somebody on it. a stretcher. Okay, I understand. It's like talking. the like a toe tag you see that they feed on yeah, the structure yeah, yeah, yeah. vaguely. Okay, okay. Alright. So do you think Pot kinda figured it out image wise? Like if I if I give off this perception mm-hmm. and I carry it <clears> a certain way in public, as far as um public perception. Now, now this like is when is, this, is on is this
1: before jail or after jail?
0: In as as he's evolving okay. as an artist and as a man.
1: Yeah. Um you feel
0: me? Do you think he kind of figured it out? Because I can't really think of anybody that really embodied that bravado, that gangster mm-hmm. persona. And then after that, you saw uh, uh, different people pop up with their own personas. Like Big. Mm-hmm. Big had his own persona. It was mm-hmm. like the fly, fat The mafia don. Right. Right. Um, Jay kind of evolved into the like hustler, the, the boss, the hustler, whatever, whatever. X was just like the cruddy nigga that'll rob you, or yeah. whatever. But, but I feel like
1: he was the first persona. Like,
0: correct me if I'm wrong. I don't feel like that I say like one a of the first probably before that. Probably, but, e, probably like I Easy said, e, maybe? My, my music knowledge yeah. isn't too heavy in the '80s, so okay, I'm pretty okay, sure okay. A niggas are retort with like Kane. Or, yeah, or,
1: uh, yeah. Right, but at that level, know. I think the closest one to pocket's right Easy as far as the perception ah, and, and, yeah, and because okay, he wasn't okay. he was the he was the shooter he was the hey. boss he was he was the nigga that ran the block maybe Ice-T uh, yeah you know what I'm saying um, and at their level because Ice-T was controversial you know what I'm saying super. so so I think those guys but at the level that Pac took it yeah because that's West Coast
2: <laughs> when the <evening laughs> fall, and the Because the years I spent. Black on black shit, dog <laughs> this, this that way, to make a nigga start a ball fight. Alright, right. right. Couldn't pop the car, right? Big of El got balls, max pain. Holy shit. Nigga spit that can. You a rapper while you did that brand. Do what? nigga moved up, did the blue truck, did the GS3, yeah. the bitches say he's sexy, rest come me on, on the left arm, let it ding, ding, never come from the slow, baby, he let him angle, came with another whole angle. Took the streets without a single senior, without no aim. What else? Never seen a nigga like him so consistent. I'm hungry where my mama biscuits. Where's mama? She been gone at least three days, chasing the waves that got us in the rain. quarantine Now it's back to square one. Fucking dumb bitch, broke me a chair. One here. Hey. Take a couple of these, scrape a couple of. Make a couple of these, yeah. And Hand me back on top, the all splurging Rugs in the GT, Persian. Beneath feet, ferns, Beneath feet. It's a jealous ass bitch, put his claws out. Bigger fell, come and clear them all out. Going all out, let the taste loose. Put them niggas on point. This nigga smoke the whole joint. Fresh all extracts. running in with the text. text Heckless best stretch. Bigger yeah. niggas get next to yeah. Betcha. Maxi be sitting up high with the lash lag. Money stuff in the glad bag. Niggas is mad ass. trying to patent the great one. Copy it. Look at what the fuck these niggas got me Welcome to quarantine, ladies and gentlemen. Long awaited. Long awaited.
1: That's a wrap.